Okay, welcome to week three of the SEC Lock of the Week podcast. I'm your host, Michael Knight. Um, so we've got a... We haven't hit conference play yet, so there there aren't as many conference games this week. So kind of a kind of a down week in terms of the big matchups. But let's get started. So uh, this week we've got Tennessee versus Akron. Akron struggled versus a um, FCS school in their first game, and then they got crushed by uh, Michigan State in their second game. Uh, Tennessee is currently favored by forty-seven and a half points. I guess you could look at this two ways. Um, Akron's a terrible school and Tennessee should win by at least 47 and a half. Uh, the other flip side of that is I don't know how long Tennessee's going to play their starters. Uh, they've got Florida coming up. Uh, the other way to look at it is uh, Tennessee has Florida c- coming up. So this could be kind of a trap game for them, uh, looking ahead a little bit to Florida. But they, they still, I would say they, they still have quite a few players on their roster that are um, battling for playing time, and so anytime they get on the field, they really need to perform well to try to to try to get playing time both on offense and defense. Uh, and I think I, I just I have a feeling that Tennessee's gonna run up the score a lot in the first first half, uh, and they have a lot of guys on defense, even backup guys that are vying for playing time. So I think I think everybody's gonna be trying as hard as they can all game. So. I'm going to lean Tennessee minus the 47 and a half points in that one. Uh, the next one coming up, I'm I'm not going to go anywhere with the Kentucky Youngstown State game. Uh, the next game is uh, Georgia South Carolina. Georgia, of course, uh, destroyed Oregon in game one. They destroyed Samford in game two. That, that's not Stanford. That's Samford uh, in game two. Uh, and now they're playing South Carolina, fresh off a loss uh, versus Arkansas in their in their second game. So they they beat Georgia State thirty five to fourteen, kind of an uninspiring uh, victory at home versus Georgia State. Um, and then at Arkansas, they lost thirty to forty four. Arkansas, I think, is is probably better than people think, uh, but they still have defensive issues. But yeah, so on the road at Arkansas, they lost by 14. That might be that might have ended up a little bit closer than the than the game actually was. Um, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Georgia minus the 25 points here. I'm gonna lean Georgia minus the 25 points. I just think Georgia has too many weapons offensively. They they have uh, Kirk Herbstreit said they have maybe the best tight end room of all time. I'm, I'm not gonna go that far until they show it on the field, but they do have incredible tight ends. They've got two or three really good tight ends. They've got uh, Lad McConkie at receiver. They've got good receivers. They've got a veteran quarterback. Uh, they always recruit well in the, and develop their offensive linemen. I think they're gonna, and, and then on defense, they have a lot to replace, but they still have a lot of talent. So obviously still one of the best teams in the country. On the flip side, you have South Carolina that has Spencer Rattler. Their their offense has been struggling a little bit. I, I think this is one of those games where uh, it, it's quote-unquote a rivalry game in which Georgia is winning all the time in the most in the in the latest the last few years. I'm gonna take um, I'm, I'm gonna lean Georgia in this one. I really think that they'll take the opportunity when they have a much 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 better team to run up the score. On South Carolina, South Carolina still recruits really well, um, and there's a lot of 
they, they kind of overlap in a lot of recruiting areas. Uh, so I think for two reasons, I think, I think Georgia is going to try to run up the score. Um, I mean, they, they, Georgia already recruits amazingly, but just to rub it in a little bit. And then also, um, yeah, you just wonder some of these, I mean, if you can run up the score in year two versus Shane Beamer, uh, you, you kind of want to continue to recycle coaches. You know, if you're, if you're Georgia, you want to kind of run up the scores against the South Carolina and the Missouri. So they're continually recycling coaches and having to start over with a new roster. So I, I think they're going to really uh, try to run it up in this one. So I'm going to lean Georgia minus 25 though. I'm, I'm a little afraid of the, of the late backdoor covered by South Carolina or Georgia could get out to a huge lead and then uh, just start running the ball the whole time, put in a backup quarterback and, and South Carolina um, covers at the end of the game. So that, that's kind of what I'm afraid of there. But I, I'm going to lean Georgia minus the 25 on that one. Uh, the next game, Penn State versus Auburn. Interesting game. Uh, Penn State had a down year. Um, I think they're 11 and 11 in their last uh, 22 games. So they're, they're down a little bit versus the, the previous three years under James Franklin. They've got an offensive coordinator, Mike Yurkovich, that I really like. Um, he's had success everywhere he's been. It's hit year two for him. Uh, it's year two in the system for their quarterback, who supposedly got hurt in October of last year. Um, and it, it's a tough, yeah, it's a tough place to play on the road at Auburn. I, I just feel like uh, Penn State overall is a little bit better team and um, I think they're going to be better coached. I think I think a lot of the instability at Auburn probably filters down to the players. Uh, of course, the coach uh, that there was on, there was a big uh, rebellion among the boosters in the off season, and I think that's hurting their recruiting. And I think it's I mean it has to stress you out if you're a coach and you know that the boosters are trying to rebel and the and the administration's having to release to make press releases about your job security in, in you at the be before year two even starts. Auburn's had, I don't know, like three offensive coordinators in two years. So I, I think there's just a lot of external stress on that program. I mean, they still have talent. Um, they, st they have TJ Finley who came over from LSU. They have Tank Bigsby. They have some returning linemen. Um, I think it's going to be a somewhat close game, but I do, I, I think, I like Mike Yurkovich as offensive coordinator. I like the quarterback for Penn State. I, I'm going to lean Penn State minus the two and a half points um, in Auburn. And, and typically, I, I realize that it's not it's not usually a good uh, good thing to take uh, Power Five conference teams uh, on the road against an SEC team as favorites, but. I just think the, the continuity at Penn State uh, of the head coach and um, I think the program's just in a better situation overall. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take Penn State minus two and a half here. Okay, the next game, um, University of Louisiana Monroe at Alabama. Alabama with the um, with the really close game at Texas where they knocked out uh, Texas's starting quarterback on what should have probably been a targeting call maybe and then the controversial safety which probably should have been a safety um i guess the ball bounced off a defender that was coming in it was kind of incredible that that wasn't a safety but uh anyway alabama minus 49 and a half i'm not going to take either side of that game vanderbilt's playing um niu um 
I don't know enough about that team uh, to to give a pick there. Mississippi State's playing at LSU. Uh, I kind of like LSU plus three here um, a little bit in the in a bounce back for Brian Kelly. I, I I think he's yeah he's had a tough season so far, tough start against Florida State. Um, but you know it's a, it's a home game, and I, and I know the Mississippi State has Mike Leach in year three, um, and they have a, a multiple year starter at quarterback. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean LSU in that one. Uh, I just feel like getting the three points at home. Um, I'll take LSU on that one, and then yeah, Arkansas is playing a team, <laughs> Missouri State. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna take either side of that one. The next marquee game is um, is a nine o'clock Eastern game, Miami uh, versus Texas A and M. Uh, Texas A and M, obviously coming off the the enormous loss to Appalachian State, uh, huge upset. Uh, Appalachian State defense had given up something like forty nine points and six hundred and thirty yards against North Carolina the week before. Uh, Texas A and M has Haynes King, who was really um, highly rated recruit in Texas. He, he's really fast. Uh, he's a really good athlete. Um, and, and he's in year two. He's a sophomore now. Um, he had won the job the year before, but then had a foot injury last year. So he only played a few games. Um, so he doesn't really have that many starts. Uh, they're kind of in a difficult situation because they, they haven't had explicit plays on offense for a number of years, uh, even though they are recruiting <laughs> at the same level. Um, almost as Georgia and Alabama on a year-to-year -year basis, uh, so it, it's kind of a it's kind of a tough situation to then you know lose at home to Appalachian State. People are talking about the seat getting hot for uh, Jimbo Fisher, a little bit of a hot seat, but uh, he has an eighty-five million dollar buyout. I guess all his money is guaranteed, so it'd be eighty-five million dollars if they wanted to buy out of that contract. So I don't see him going anywhere, but I don't see the pressure going anywhere either. I think the pressure is going to stay on A&M. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens in this one. Um, Max Johnson transferred from LSU to Texas A&M. I really wasn't impressed with uh, Max Johnson at Texas A&M. I think he can make some of the short throws, but I don't really think he would be an upgrade over Haynes King. Although, um, you know, the fact that he has starting experience at LSU and um, I I'm sure the the calls on the fan base are going to be to replace Haynes King with Max Johnson, which I'm not sure if that would be an upgrade because I, I didn't really think he was that great throwing the ball down the field at LSU. I mean, that LSU team had a lot of problems, so I, I'm not saying that uh, I'm not. He was a first year starter as well, so I'm sure he's going to develop. But I don't know. It's just a really difficult situation when you have two quarterbacks and, and the first one's not getting it done, even though he has a lot of talent. And then you have a guy on the bench that, it, you know, he started some at LSU the year before and had some level of success there. So there's going to be more and more calls for that. So I just think the pressure on top of the program at AM is going to be really difficult. Um, they obviously have a really talented defense. I mean, they have talent all over the place. They're, the talent at AM is not the problem. Um, the problem is Jimbo Fisher's offense. Uh, they did lose their defensive coordinator um, last year, but I'm not. That wasn't really the problem in the Appalachian State game. Um, but 
It'll be interesting to see what they do against a ranked Miami team. Uh, I don't know as much about Miami as I do about the SEC schools, so so I, I, I'm I don't know if I had to, I would lean A and M, but I, I don't know with all the things swirling around that program, I, I'm I'm just not sure where to go in that one. So, uh, well, that wraps up week three. Just to just to summarize, uh, Tennessee. I've got the I'm leaning Tennessee minus forty seven and a half. I'm leaning Georgia minus 25, and I'm leaning uh, Penn State minus two and a half in the uh, road. Uh, I'm predicting they'll get a road victory there at Auburn today. If I had to be forced to, to lean, I would take Texas A&M minus the six, although, yeah, difficult game for them. Uh, we've got a lot more interesting matchups coming up in week four, so I'm really looking forward to that. Tennessee, Florida. Uh, being the main one. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, this is your home for the SEC uh, preview of the games of the week and also my picks for the my leans and my locks. Uh, so far, I don't have any locks on the season, but at some point I will. So uh, thanks, everybody, and uh, we'll be talking to you next week.